No, you go. No, you tell. I go where you go. No, you tell. You tell? Do you remember Portlandia? And they come to the stop sign. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you go. Yeah. No, you go. Then they crash. No, you tow. No, you tow. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Awesome with Allison and Eric, too. I'm Allison. <laughs> that was a particularly pathetic one. I'm Allison, and our only goal with this podcast is to help you feel more awesome each time you listen, whether it's by laughing at us, laughing with us, or learning something new and helpful. We hope you feel a tad more empowered, lightened up, and awesome than you did before. I'm here with the one, the only, the sweet, the patient, the kind, the caring, the tolerant, Mr. Eric Robertson. Hello. I had to say all those things because I had already gotten mad at him so then I had to butter him up. <laughs> we are so excited that you are here for episode 91. It's gonna be fun. Prove it. What to do <laughs> when you don't know what to do. If you're new to the podcast, Welcome. We are so glad you're here. And the intro really says it all. Our goal with this podcast is to help you feel a little more awesome each time you listen. And so what Eric and I like to do is we like to pay attention to our lives. We like to read things. We like to live them. We like to be humans. And then we come back here and we share what we're learning, what we've reflected on. And this morning when we were deciding what we were going to do the podcast on this week, I had been working on content for Awesome On Demand. I gave a keynote last week, an entirely new keynote. We gave talks in church, actually, both of us on Sunday. And we sat down to do the podcast. And he's like, what do you got? And I was like, I got nothing, man. I got... (laughs) I have absolutely nothing. Which then reminded me of this idea that I was talking to Eric about yesterday of being in a space where I genuinely am not 100% sure what I want to do next. I have several projects that I'm working on and my business is flowing. I have things for my employees to be doing, but there's a number of actions or new projects that I could be taking and I'm in the unique position where I don't feel super strong about any one thing. I said to Eric, I'm just not quite sure what to do. And so rather than doing anything, I'm going to give this just a little bit of space. I'm, and by a little bit of space, I mean a couple of days. Now, I know that can maybe seem like not very much time, but when I'm running a business and I'm telling other people what to do and I'm making schedules and they're helping, taking a couple of days just to stop and reflect and maybe pull the plug on some projects that are underway, you know, it's... It's a choice. So I thought it would be really interesting. I can't be the only person. And I did a call on my Instagram. I love to do this from time to time, just to check the pulse, see what you guys are doing. Like, what do you want right now? What do you feel like you need more of? What are some habits you're trying to make? Uh, Quite a few people express this idea of, I just wish someone would tell me what to do. And this is something that I do to Eric a lot. A lot. I just be like... Like a lot. Like a lot. <laughs> I'll just call and be, 
can you just tell me what, here's all the facts. Can you just tell me what to do? But you don't actually want me to tell you what to do. Not really. And so I thought it would be awesome to take you through a few questions, through exercises. There's got to be one area of your life where you feel a little stuck right now. Maybe it's not like this idea of, I don't know what to do with my life. Maybe you don't know what to do about meal planning. Maybe you don't know what to do about a friendship. Maybe you don't know what to do about an area in your health. This episode, come back and listen to it because we're going to take you through some questions and through some exercises so that you can determine what the next best step is for you. Are you ready, Eric? Yeah, I'm ready. Are you excited? So excited. I want to feel your enthusiasm. (laughs) I want to know what love is. Okay, what to do when you don't know what to do? The first question to ask yourself is this. Is it that you actually don't know what to do or that you don't want to do whatever it is you think you should do? That's a daily fight. Is it very often when we say, I don't know what to do. I just want someone to tell me what to do. We've actually already taken the time and the energy and the planning and the strategy and arrived at a place where we know what it is we want to do next but we're not quite sure how to do it. We don't feel like doing it. It sounds hard. It's confusing. Or sometimes I think even if I jump into this, I might not do it right and it might be a waste of time. Oh, I like that for you. I liked your response. Well, (laughs) (laughs) It's like you tasted a tasty pastry. I did taste a tasty pastry because not often are you caught up in perfectionism, but that's just a little... I don't even think it's perfectionism. I think it's the fear that I wasted a ton of time. But you want to spend your time perfectly. So that is perfectionism. Okay. I'm going to... I mean, sure. Okay. This idea that you can always use your time in a correct way is that same illusion that there is some sort of standard that can always be met, Mm -hmm. which is like the basis of trying to reach some perfect something. Yeah. And it's also not looking at it as a place of like, what would I learn even if it doesn't end up? So it's a place of lack again. And it's just focusing on results rather than process. Yes. So ask yourself this question. Do you really, really not know what to do? Or is it that you know what to do, but it's confusing, it's hard, you don't feel motivated to do it, or it maybe just might be a waste of your time to do? Yeah. So I think... A lot of these questions are not trying to disprove that you don't know what to do. If you arrive in that category, then the thing to do is to ask yourself, okay, what is it then that is stopping me? Is it that I don't know what to do? Who could I ask for help? Is that I feel like I have to do it perfectly or it will be a waste of time? Okay, what kind of thinking brings me to that? Do you see what I'm saying? And then you know what to do if you've arrived there. Yes. Okay, the second question to ask yourself is, and it might be yes to all of these, And no wonder you're confused, right? Is it that you don't know what to do or is it that you know one next step but you don't know what to do after those and you're trying to figure everything out? That's very often where I get stuck. Yeah, 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 I know what to do next. So it's basically already done and that's boring to me because the figuring it out is the interesting part, right? Right. So I know what to do next, but I don't know what to do the three or four steps after that 
so I can't get started or I'm not going to bother until I have that figured out. Yeah. And this is something I was able to speak at Jody Moore's live event, and I talked about doing what you feel called to do. And I shared this concept, and it's an idea my dad shared um, years ago in a podcast episode. And I like the way that I say it. And it's every opportunity that is going to come to you, every opportunity that is on its way will be a result of an action you take today. Every single thing... Any email that pops up in your inbox, um, any friendship, any outreach, any invitation, those opportunities, they will be a result of an action you take today. So if you're not taking action because you know what step one and two is, but you don't know what steps three, four, and five are, you're limiting the opportunities. You're limiting the possibilities that are going to come to you Hmm. because those arrive and are created by the action you take today. Isn't that a powerful thought? Yeah. It kind of blows my mind, but it also makes perfect sense. Every single thing I can think of that might on the outside look like this magical, like fairy dust pixie wand. Mm -hmm. You just got a text message from a friend saying they would like to hire me to speak at some event. Mm -hmm. That text message did not come out of the blue. Yeah. That text message is a result of me speaking at other events. It's a result of me creating Allison's brand school. Right. It's a result of me putting what I'm doing online. It's a result of me having conversations with people when I meet them places and when they ask me what I do, sharing what I do. Mm-hmm. That text message was not created out of thin air. Right. That opportunity, whether it turns into something that works out for both of us or not, that opportunity was created by the actions I'm taking today. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, I listened to a book. I listened to some podcasts. I went for a walk. I had a conversation with Eric. This podcast is now a result of the space and time and actions I took yesterday. And I really think this is going to be a super beneficial podcast episode that people are going to come back to time and time again. Yeah, I agree. And it was created by the actions I took yesterday. The opportunity to create it came from just taking action yesterday. Isn't that a great thought? I love that. Yeah, it's amazing. So then it goes back to your thing of, but what if it's not the right action and it's just a waste of time? It can never be a waste of time because whatever you're doing is creating your future opportunities. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, I, I was totally looking at it the wrong, the wrong way. Well, not the wrong way, but just a way. And this way serves you more. Mm-hmm. So yay for us. <laughs> yay. <laughs> okay. The third question to ask yourself when you say, I don't know what to do is, do you not know what to do because you're caught up looking at someone else's path? Oh man. This happens unintentionally a lot where I think that if I take this action, it will result in this because people around me who took similar actions, it resulted in that. Mm-hmm. This especially is true. Like I said, I was with Jody Moore. and Brooke, So she trains under Brooke Castillo, who does the Life Coach School. I'm obsessed with all of these people. They're doing amazing work. And Brooke Castillo trains life coaches in how to um, be life coaches. So I'm there at this conference and I'm talking to a lot of the life coaches and I'm talking to a friend and she's coaching in this way. And I said, well, why, why don't you coach without video? Why don't you just coach audio? And she goes, huh, I, I hadn't thought of that. And I said, that's because everyone who trained you how to be a coach has modeled that you coach like using a Zoom call or like having someone else join the call. But you could be coaching without that 
I coach that way. Mm-hmm. And I think it would serve you better and what you want this way, this way, and this way. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. She didn't, she's not the type of person who gets caught up looking at what other people are doing. It was modeled for her in a certain way. Mm-hmm. So she got caught up thinking she didn't know what to do because she wasn't looking outside what was modeled for her. Right. It's not even this just idea of that comparison is the thief of joy. It's that comparison or only looking at what was modeled for us Mm -hmm. can really limit us on knowing what to do next. Yeah. I'm rereading Brene Brown's Braving the Wilderness. She shares this quote from Joseph Campbell, who I also love. And the quote is, if you can see your path laid out in front of you step by step, you know it's not your path. Your own path you make with every step you take. That's why it's your path. So I love that quote because I feel like it encompasses all of the ideas that we're talking about. This idea that in order to take the next step, you need to know the whole path. Every step you take is going to create the path. You can't know the whole path. You have to put one stepping stone down to create the path. Mm -hmm. You just are in charge of checking the direction you're setting the stones down. Yeah. That's it. And I also like this idea of if you know every single step you're going to take, it's because you're looking at someone else's path. It's not yours. It's not your path. And it may have worked great for them. That's probably why you're looking at it. I mean, that's life. Yeah. That's why we're obsessed with the habits of highly successful people. It's why we read self-help books. It's why we join multi-level marketing companies. It's why we go to law school. It's literally, we are convinced that there is a system that if we follow the plan and stay true to the system, this plan will get us exactly where we need to go. Yeah. It's a lie. Yeah. Well, I think there's also like... You can't throw it all out because no. because I there's this guy that I follow and he says um, like when you're building a business he says don't reinvent the wheel yes. he's like there's certain like techniques and there's certain things that work and it's like don't reinvent it like don't waste money on building your whole thing when you can you know see what what, what works and so I think there's a difference between like the direction and what makes you unique like your path will be unique to you but there are principles and techniques that are timeless that you can use to help your path go where you want it to go. I love that. I I think the visual of a skeleton is actually really helpful because more or less, most skeletons have all the same bones, human Mm -hmm. skeletons. Now, certain people have different variations and, right? Like they might have, um, you know, an abnormal bone here or there. uh, And that's like everyone's path. Mm-hmm. A lot of people's path are more or less going to have um, certain parts of the same skeleton. Yeah. But then how that skeleton is filled out, the flesh, the color, the weight, the size, the shape, all yeah. of those things is going to present very differently. Right. And just like a skeleton, you can get really obsessed with looking on the outside, looking at the body shape or the nose shape or the hair color. Um, and thinking that it's so different from you and you could never have it and you don't know what to do without realizing we're all made up of the same parts, Mm -hmm. essentially. Yeah. So you're doing a really good job. But if you really feel like you don't know what to do, I think those three questions are going to help you. And then we have one more question and then we have some tips for you. And the fourth question is this. Do you not know what to do because you haven't taken any action? Now... I am a person who takes a lot of action. I take a lot of action in my life. I do things. I don't wait. 
I move forward. But the other day, we were having people over for dinner, and Eric said, are we going to order something? And I said, no, I want to make dinner. And he was like, okay, what are you going to make? And I said, I don't even know. I have no idea because I haven't made a dinner for people coming over or even dinner for us, essentially, in so long that I didn't even have a single idea of what to make for dinner. I feel like this is the perfect example of if you don't know what to do in a certain area of your life, is it because you have not been taking any action in that area? Because you and I know that when you start making dinner on a more regular basis, you have more ideas of what to make for dinner. So you might be in a place where you have you don't know what to do because you have either never taken action in that area or you haven't been taking any action. And if that's where you're at, best news ever, you get to do absolutely anything because absolutely anything <laughs> is better than nothing. Is better than doing nothing. <laughs> it literally doesn't you could make spaghetti out of a jar. I I ended up making tacos. They were awesome. They're delicious tacos. And then when I make tacos, I remember that I make a pretty good enchilada. And then when I make an enchilada, I remember, remember when I used to make all those stir fries when we were first married? Yeah, I do. And they were really healthy. They were. And they were delicious. Yeah. I could make a stir fry. My mom would always make a stir fry growing up and I would just hate it. There was always vegetables and chicken on the... Walk. On the walk, in the walk, and then rice in the rice maker. And my mom um, served a mission in Japan, so she made really good, like sticky rice, right? And I would always be like, "Oh, I don't, I don't want that," you know. And now I'm like, "Sounds like ginger." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and now I'm like, if somebody could just make me that, that would be such a good meal, you know. Uh-huh. And so, do you not know what to do because you haven't taken any action in that area? If so, it doesn't matter where to start. I love when something can't get any worse. Yeah, it's the best. You have the most freedom. You have nowhere to go but up. Okay, so those are some questions to like kind of free your mind. Mm-mm. So you can unvogue yourself and kind of get unstuck. Like those are your wiggling questions. And we're wiggling and we're like, it's not that I actually don't know what to do. It's this. It's not that I have no clue what to do. It's this. But, 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 what if you really don't know what to do? Right? hmm Then here's what I have to say to that. If you really, if you're like, okay, 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 but Allison, like, I really don't know what to do. Ask yourself, what do you usually do? Are you the type of person who sits in indecision and gets stuck in analysis paralysis and doesn't seem to take action and feels really guilty about it? Or are you a person who takes, we did a whole podcast episode on in frantic action versus inspired action. Are you the type of person who just keeps moving for the sake of moving and doing for the sake of doing and achieving for the sake of you feeling like you're achieving? Whatever your inclination is, do the opposite. So for me... Like I said, I'm in this interesting place where I'm not quite sure what to do. My natural inclination is to keep moving at all times and then feel guilt and shame if I don't. So I'm going to hold still for a minute. I'm going to give myself space for a minute. I'm going to do the opposite of what I usually do. And I am going to employ this crazy, revolutionary thing called patience. Never heard of it. <laughs> Never heard of it. What do you think your natural inclination is, Eric? 
I think sometimes I am inclined to do some frantic action when I, I don't often feel like desperate or too stuck. I'm always working on something, but yeah. I think uh, I can go into the mode of just like bulldozing and just like going yeah. crazy just to help me feel better. I can think of some examples of that. <laughs> well, let's talk after. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, another question you can ask yourself to decide what to do when you don't know what to do is this. What is the next best action to take in this moment, hour, or day? In our Awesome On Demand program, which is so freaking good, it is my monthly membership in which we take awesome attributes and all of these exercise and gratitude practices, and in August, we are focusing on action. And this is a question I gave them uh, to move forward in inspired action. And it is, what is the next best action to take in this moment, hour, or day? So yesterday, what that looked like for me was a planning meeting with my employees. And then the next best action for me was to just sit down and write. To create. To just create. Rather mm-hmm. than consume, to create. Yeah. And I sat down and I wrote. And then I realized the next best action for me was to go for a walk. And when I go for a walk, I get a lot of ideas, typically. Mm -hmm. So I went for a walk, and I started listening to a book. And I had this just feeling like, don't listen to a book right now. You need to think. And I was like, okay, I'm going to think. And then I called Eric, and I talked through some ideas. And I'm already liking the general trend where my thinking is going right Mm -hmm. now. And I'm not taking all this action. I'm taking action by inaction, giving myself space and time to not just get frantic about it. So for me, that is the next best action. Yesterday, I needed to record my content for Awesome On Demand. I needed to record this podcast. And I could have said, okay, I got to stay up late and do this. And I was like, I'm really tired. I'm really tired. And my brain is fried from thinking and, you know, applying all day. Uh, Eric and I watched a movie. And then I woke up today feeling really refreshed and good. So rather than pulling way back and focusing on like, what is everything I have to do? I'm just focusing on what's the next best action for me, like in this moment, in this day, in this hour. And I know that by taking those actions, the opportunities and the ideas for the future actions will arise. Like we talked about before. Right. I think when we're talking about not knowing what to do, that there should just be a quick conversation about procrastination. Right? Yeah. So how do you know when you don't know what to do and you need some space or time? Or how do you know when you're just procrastinating? Like you're putting it off. And I always say procrastination stems from fear Mm -hmm. and perfectionism. You always say that. I I love to say that. <laughs> every I'm morning. I'm just always saying, I just every day I just walk around. And you know, you know what procrastination is? <laughs> That's just the type of girl I am, guys. This is just who I she am. She wants you to know what it stems from. <laughs> she will let you know. <laughs> if you're procrastinating, there's usually a sense of guilt. Check your gut. Now, you just might be riddled with guilt. So you also need to just check if you're just riddled with guilt. But I feel no guilt. I feel no shame. I feel no, okay, actually, I know that this is, I just feel like I need to be patient and have conversations and be open. And I just have like all of this faith that I'm going to get clearer about what I need to do because in other areas of my life, things are really clear. Mm -hmm. So I know I'm aligned. I know I'm taking inspired action. And I know that it's possible. 
So I have that faith. I'm holding on to that. And just because I can't feel it or see it or have examples of it in one specific area of my life, I'm looking at the other areas where I have it, where I feel like I'm pretty aligned with our kids right now and what they need. I feel like you and I are aligned in our relationship. We've been talking, having good conversations. Um, I'm aligned in other areas, so I have faith that I can be aligned in the areas where I have some confusion. Mm -hmm. And I don't feel like I'm procrastinating because I have no guilt. Yeah. But I have no guilt. I have no shame. I've let go of them. And I'm just going to employ patience. That's it. That's great. It's so beautiful. great. And I loved your suggestion about what to do when you don't know what to do. Uh, yeah. My suggestion was for me is uh, doing something that's bite sized. When you have these things that you think you should do, usually I feel better and gain momentum if I can get something done. Yeah. So it's kind of like the low hanging fruit principle. I love that. And just focusing on, and it's really like, how do you eat an elephant, right? Like, mm -hmm. focus on how you can slice up the trunk today into a little bite size. <laughs> Yeah. Is that too graphic? No, it sounds delicious. <laughs> and you said you had a book recommendation. Okay, so I know I've recommended this book before, but this conversation is beautifully displayed in the Surrender Experiment. Yep. Because he, the takeaway from that is he says, you know, the universe will give you opportunities. Yeah. They will come to you. And he, one thing that I love about that, that he says, when when something comes to me, I... I always say yes, and well, no. He says when when, when uh, opportunities come to me, I ask myself, "Am I saying yes or no because of my personal preference? Like, do I want to do this? Mm -hmm. Is this something I want to do?" And he says, "He says if my personal preference says I I don't want to do it, then I always do it." He just checks that. He says, "Like, well, that's a, that's that's what his whole book at. It's an experiment in letting go of your personal preference and just surrendering to what comes up." No, absolutely, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. But what's so amazing about Michael Singer, the author of that book, is he takes inspired action at all times. Right. He starts companies. He goes out and he buys a word processor and learns how to use it before people know how to do computers. So he's this like meditation guru, but he starts a housing company and builds buildings. The thing is, he's not just sitting around meditating. No, no, no. Not at all. Yeah. All these opportunities are coming to him. Yeah. I just love that the caveat, though, is personal preference. There's times where he's like, he doesn't want to do something, but he said, okay, but the universe gave me this opportunity, so I'm doing it anyway. So... I try to use that as a guide. That's great for the reading for this topic. I love that. And what, I, don't we have a link? And I love you. Yeah, we actually, if you go to my website, I have an Amazon uh, like shop where we have all of the books we regularly talk about, like with book links. Yeah. So you can always go there and get them. I think we have an Audible trial link where you get like 30 free days. We've got stuff. You get like a free in, book or yeah, something. Yeah, you get like a free book. We've got stuff in the show notes, guys. We've got resources for you. Ooh, and let's end on that. Use your freaking resources. Yeah. If you don't know what to do, use your resources. The internet is the greatest thing ever. Um, our podcast is the greatest thing ever. Awesome on Demand. My program is the greatest thing ever. There are just endless resources for you that I'm creating, that Eric's creating, that your friends have, that your loved ones have, when you don't know what to do. Yeah, are you making bland content and need amazing music? There's a huge resource right here. <laughs> Pleasant Pictures Music Club. Okay, we hope that you enjoyed this episode. I'm really excited for you guys to let me know when you feel like you're not quite sure what to do next. Listen to this and then let me know what you come up with. I love seeing you sharing on Instagram and tagging the Allison Show so I'm able to say thank you. And you know what we freaking love? 
are the reviews. The reviews that you guys leave. So we're so grateful for those. Eric, would you read one? Yeah, totally. This is from New to Review Montanan. So, oh, okay. Uh, I'm assuming it's her. She says, my first review, and it had to be you. I listened to your podcast on a day I felt like a crappy wife, mom, or even human. I started beating myself up with my negative self-talk but decided to give your podcast a try. You saved me from a serious butt whooping from shame, so thank you. I cry all the time, and I have kind of hated myself for it. When you said, quote, and then I accidentally cried, unquote, in one of your episodes, <laughs> it made me laugh out loud and then cry. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for sharing when you were crying and for openly and unapologetically crying often. It's given me permission to do the same. Love your podcast. Tearful appreciation. And she says, also, I don't know. P.S. I'm really interested in what supplements you use for PMDD if you're willing to share. Oh, okay. Yes. I am going to do an entire episode on my supplements for PMDD, but just stay Can't tuned wait for, for that. that one. Can't wait. And thank you so much for that review. Be sure to send us an email to awesomewithallison at theallisonshow.com so we can send you your goodies from my Party with Allison shop. I love that review and unapologetically crying. You know, the more I try to make myself not cry, the more I cry. And the more I'm totally fine if I just cry, the less I actually cry. You see what I'm saying? Yep. Just letting it flow. You guys are doing an incredible job. And at the end of the day, it absolutely doesn't matter what you do. It really doesn't. It doesn't matter what you do because you are intrinsically and inherently whole. You're, just by you're being already there. You. Yeah, you're, you're already, already there. there. Which is why I always say, only you can be you. And you are already as awesome as you need to be. Eric, what are you going to leave us with today? Mm. We just released our new collection called Parisian Cafe. Cute, tasty, spicy little tracks. This one's called Baguette and Chaps. Chaps? Yes. Stu named it. Don't ask me why it's called that. Why Chaps? Ask Stu. Okay. Okay. <laughs> 